0: Good morning, it's Friday, January 5th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and a other important things going on in our community. Today, we're discussing a case that's capturing national attention. The Arizona rancher who rejected a plea deal in the fatal shooting of a migrant near the U.S.-Mexico border. Before we begin, we would like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Did you know that William Rumford was an influential African-American pharmacist and politician in Northern California? He was the first African-American elected to state public office in the region. Born in Arizona, he faced early challenges due to his father's absence and racial segregation. Despite this, he excelled academically and graduated from the University of California, San Francisco. His political career began with local service in Berkeley and progressed to the State Assembly in 1948. Notably, he championed the California Fair Employment Practices Act and the Fair Housing Bill addressing employment discrimination and housing segregation. His work extended to public health, particularly air pollution control. His legacy is honored by several dedications, including a freeway and a postal station. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. The team at Benson Hospital is always working towards building a healthier community. For example, when the Benson Food Pantry needed a new home, they worked with them to find one, and their staff even helped them apply for grants to support the mission. You can learn more about everything they're doing for our community by following them on Facebook at facebook.com BensonHospital. Now our feature story. The story begins on January 30th, 2023, on a sprawling 170-acre cattle ranch in Kino Springs, Arizona, near the U.S.-Mexico border. Here, rancher George Allen Kelly, then 74 years old, encountered a group of unarmed migrants passing through his property. The events that unfolded next are at the heart of a controversial court case. According to authorities, Kelly fired an AK-47 rifle towards this group of migrants, who were about 100 yards away. Tragically, 48-year-old Gabriel Quen Bultemea of Nogales, Mexico, was among them and was fatally shot. Kelly was arrested and charged with second-degree murder and aggravated assault. But his lawyer tells a different story. They claim Kelly shot into the air, not at the migrants, motivated by fear for his and his wife's safety and the protection of their property. Fast forward to now, a critical juncture in this case has just occurred. On a Wednesday not long ago, Kelly made a decisive move. He rejected the plea deal from prosecutors. This deal would have reduced the charges to one count of negligent homicide if he pleaded guilty. But Kelly said no. The Arizona Republic reported that Kelly's trial, set for March 21st, is expected to last three weeks in the Santa Cruz County Superior Court. The case has stirred up strong emotions and has become a part of the national conversation on border security, especially as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Quen Baltimore's past also plays a role in the complexity of this case. Court records reveal he had entered the U.S. illegally several times and was most recently deported in 2016. This detail adds another layer to an already intricate and emotionally charged case. As Kelly's trial approaches, many questions linger. Will the court find him guilty of second-degree murder and aggravated assault? Or will his defense of shooting into the air, not at the migrants, hold up under scrutiny? And what will this case mean for the broader discussions around border security and immigration policy? It's a case that encapsulates many of the tensions and challenges at the heart of America's ongoing debate about border security and immigration. Stay with us as we continue to follow this story. We'll bring you updates and insights as the trial unfolds. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living.
1: Here at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, the holidays are about to get ugly. Join us for our ugly sweater party, taking place December 15th from 2 to 4 p.m. Amid the beauty of the season, we want to see your most garish garments. The best of the worst holiday sweaters will win prizes and will have snacks and refreshments along with all sorts of holiday fun. For more, visit PrestigeCare.com slash Sierra Vista. Again, that's PrestigeCare.com slash Sierra Vista.
0: Next, according to the National Low-Income Housing Coalition's latest study, Arizona ranks in the bottom five states for affordable housing. Arizona authorities are finding innovative ways to provide affordable housing to residents. Tabitha Bland of Cronkite News has the story.
1: From dome houses to tiny homes, housing has taken a non-traditional turn to focus on saving the environment and your wallet. Home does not need to be made of wood. For some, it could come in the form of steel. And I'm hopeful that this concept can inspire the action we need to bring home to more Arizonans. THE ARIZONA DEPARTMENT OF HOUSING GRANTED 1.2 MILLION DOLLARS TO TRANSFORM THE CONTAINERS INTO HOMES. GOVERNMENT OFFICIALS DEMONSTRATED THIS CONCEPT IN DOWNTOWN PHOENIX. YOU SEE SOLAR ENERGY ABOVE, R-26 INSULATION, THERE'S GREY WATER, VERY ADVANCED PLUMBING. THE BATHROOMS IN THESE UNITS APPEAR TO BE PRETTY TRADITIONAL WITH A SHOWER AND A SINK. BUT THE CATCH IS THE TOILET. This is an incinerator toilet, meaning it uses zero water. Now, you open the lid and the waste inside is burned rather than flushed down by water. Then, when you're finished, after a few uses, you can actually pop the bottom out and pull out a tray of ash. Now, it's low bacteria ash, so you can just throw it in your garden and it's completely sustainable. This saves money on utilities, but similar units cost $1,700 a month. That expectation is based on a salary that is double Arizona's median income. Deborah Peterson understands the struggle of many Arizona renters.
0: last apartment I was in, they wanted to raise my rent by $600 and I couldn't do that.
1: Peterson moved to Arizona in 1980, since average rent has increased drastically.
0: They just need more affordable housing. I don't care who does it or what it takes or who's involved. They need to do something about
1: it. The $1.2 million grant only funded the construction of five shipping container homes. The average container costs between 10 dollars to $35,000 to transform. In the newsroom, Tabitha Bland, Cronkite News.
0: Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark & Kensington, Valspar, Dunn-Edwards, and our own Ace Royal paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint. Bring in a color idea and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, an upcoming event that you should know about. This Saturday from 1 to 4 p.m., head over to Autumn Sage Vineyards in Elgin for a little wine and music. Warren Young will be playing guitar and singing country, classic rock, standards, and more. Finally, today we're remembering the life of Tina Willis. She was born in Douglas in 1941 and graduated from Douglas High School. She relocated to California and worked as the Chief Financial Officer at Tracy Pontiac Cadillac GMC before retiring in 2008. Tina is survived by her three children and eight grandchildren. She was preceded in death by her parents as well as her sister. In lieu of flowers, donations may be made to the ASPCA. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Tina's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com.
1: It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com N-A-B-U-R.